Hey everyone, welcome to the Cattleman You Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Rose, the founder and CEO of K-Rose Company and Cattleman You. Through our conversations here, we share the latest ideas and techniques to help you start, improve, and expand your farmer ranch. Join us as we visit with industry experts and cattle producers to get honest ins and outs of beef production. We'll dive into topics such as cattle handling, nutrition, cattle markets, genetics, and so much more. We encourage everyone who's involved in the industry to listen. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Cattle Menu Podcast. I'm Caroline Rose, your host, and today is another solo episode. I had an episode planned with my dad to go over custom feeding cattle, which seems to be a pretty large topic on my TikTok account, and people are asking lots of questions about it. And so I really wanted him to weigh in on how we got started custom feeding, how we picked the lots. We used to send a lot of cattle to Kansas and then freight got too high. And so we migrated over to Colorado and Nebraska now and just some ways to hedge your cattle and all of that. So I'm really excited for that episode. He just wasn't feeling up to recording yet. And I'm hoping within the next week or so, he will feel like having a conversation with me And I'm excited to share that side of the industry. But it got me thinking about the cattle market. And we were in Texas recently. We're watching several bred cow sales. And I just have something to say about it. So it feels as if we're headed into the perfect storm, but it's going to be the perfect opportunity. And I'm not 100% sure when it's all going to line up, but I just want to have a conversation with you. Let's go back to 2013, 2014. We had the lowest cow herd numbers in inventory in 2014. And we all knew what happened, or maybe it was 2013, right in there. We all know what happened in 14 and 15. As a cattle buyer, every deal you made, everyone was happy, right? Cattle just continued to climb. Bred females were selling incredible. People just wanted these replacement heifers and bred heifers and bred cows, and the market was out of control. It was a great day for ranchers. Lots of people made extreme profits, and I mean extreme compared to what they normally make, not extreme in the terms of what is too much and what is not enough. That's up to you and your family. But a lot of people made huge profit margins compared to what they're used to. We saw the demand be incredible for cattle. I think we're headed back into that. Herd numbers are expected to hit in 2023 at the same low that they hit in 2014. And as an industry, we're on a pendulum and we swing both sides. So we have the lowest cattle numbers, which naturally will increase demand. Because we have to rebuild and we need more cows. We will have more land as long as it rains. That's what everyone on TikTok says, right? That's the caveat to this whole market. As long as someone gets moisture, we will need to restock our pastures. With that being said, I would expect cattle prices in 2023, 2024, and 2025 to be pretty good. Also, from a 100-foot view down... I have looked at the futures market every year, future and live market, every year since it was founded in a 10-year category. One of my cattle feeders has it mapped out on the wall. It's actually really cool to look at because every 10 years looks almost identical from a high-level view, not individually, not 
down day by day, month by month, but in a big view, it all looks the same. It's all a bell curve. We reach a top and then, you know, we reach a peak and then we start to come down. We're climbing and we are seeing that in calves. Calves are continuing to hold their prices. Cattle Facts came out today, I think at Montana Stock Growers, and said that they expect calves to have a plus 30 for next year, which is incredible. That puts them well into the $2. I think they quoted $225, but that could be incorrect. I just looked at it and I didn't save it. So I think we're headed towards that. We're headed to some pretty good times in the industry. We're going to do some things that affect that bell curve, and we can't change it, but it's human nature. The one thing that I just don't understand yet is why the bread cow market is so soft. I was watching the sale, and I could hear the auctioneer say, I think you could double your profit on these cows, and I 100% agree. In 2023, 2024, these cows that are bringing 1400 they're going to be worth good money. But the bread cattle market is much softer than I expected it to be. Some cattle, again, I don't have the numbers pulled up in front of me, but the bread cattle that I saw sell this week were 13 to 16, maybe even 18, maybe 2,000 on the good ones. But I kind of expected the market to hold its own at 18. And so I'm pretty surprised that we're moving bread kettle at 13, which is about the same price that we're getting for open kettle. So something's amiss there, and I haven't figured it out. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if we just don't have enough grass, and so there's just not enough places to go with these bread cattle that are coming out of here, out of the north, or if people in Arizona, Oklahoma, Texas, obviously Texas had an incredible drought, but if some of those places that we typically send a lot of bred females to, if they don't have room for them, if they're having drought issues, I know drought was a big issue in the cattle world, but something's just not quite adding up. And of course, everyone will blame the packer. I don't want to have that conversation in this situation because I have no idea how that's going to affect. I 100% agree with you. How the Packers control the market is concerning to all of us. And I think it's something that we have to be on our radar. But saying all of this is 100% on the Packers, absolutely not correct. We have to take accountability and responsibility inside in our industry and figure out what we can do. What we can do on the home base first to improve profits. And I talk a lot about this, right? This is not a new topic for Kettle Menu. The bread market is not where I expected it to be. I would say we're two, three, four hundred dollars less than what I expected, which means if the market goes up like it should and like we're preparing for it to go, some of these bred cattle will double in value. I just don't know when that is. Studies show that on a typical 10 year curve, we'll be climbing until about four and five, so 2024, 2025. I suspect we will see some of the fruits of this in 2023 because of the lack of cow numbers, because of the drought, because we've sold a lot of cattle. Now, what we do and what we did then is when the market gets sweet like this, we tend to retain ownership 
on more females than we should. And so then when the market starts to soften, we flood the market again and it continues to drop. But I just want to, one, hear what you think about the market. Do you think that we're going to see the best years we've ever seen in 2023, 2024, 2025? Do you think that bread kettle now are not fitting where they should market-wise? And the other thing too is, like I said, people continue to say the drought, the drought, we got to get some rain. I know we have to get some rain. That's completely out of our control, right? That's in God's control. But I think that there is opportunity to prepare yourself to take advantage of the upcoming market in a really smart and wise way. I would recommend, for some of you, it's a little late. I would recommend that you keep more heifer calves this year. If you have the space that you kept your pick and what would be someone else's pick, don't read and hear me say, keep all your heifers. That's not what I said. We don't need all everyone's heifers in the breeding pool. We need the good heifers. That's how we maintain integrity of quality of cattle. I would consider buying some later calving bred heifers, calve them out, be ready to sell some pairs. I would consider rebreeding your open cows, trying that, versus taking them to the sale barn. There's just a lot of ways to kind of prepare for this, what looks like a sweet spot in the industry, what looks like an income opportunity. I believe that we now can position ourselves to be in a good position for when that market comes. Ladies, this one's for you. Have you been looking for the perfect planner that will help you start on the right foot? We've created the Cattleman U Planner for ranch women, wives, mothers, and daughters who are looking to improve their operation. Our planner is packed full of the tools that will help you learn more about ranching, working with others, and knowing yourself. Not only does it include a calendar, but it's also jam-packed full of intentional questions and thoughts and action items to move the needle forward. Grab yours today at cattlemenulive.com slash planner. The market seriously looks the same every 10 years. And again, this is from a 50,000 foot view, but it is a bell curve. And there are some factors that have affected the market a little bit. And you can see them when you get down into the days and the months. But when you look at it from a 50,000 foot view, every 10 years, the market does a bell curve. And then the next year, it starts a little bit higher. And the peak from one 10 year to the next is a little higher. So the price just continues to go up. One thing that we see is when the markets get sweet, we see our expenses go up. This is something that I work with small business owners on all the time is increasing your lifestyle to meet your income. And in agriculture, that is something that we have to be cautious of because we will have two, three years of high income that needs to supplement the bottom of the bell curve and even it out so we can have an even 10 years. I just wanted to have a conversation with someone about this. I was watching with my dad, like I said, when we were in Texas, and he was surprised at what some of these cattle were selling. And he kept saying, I think there's incredible opportunity. These cattle are going to increase in value. So I've asked you a couple questions. I'd love for to have some conversation. Send me an email, message the cattle menu, Instagram or Facebook. The other thing though, 
is I want to know how you are preparing to potentially see the best calf prices that you've ever seen in the next year, two years, three years. What are you doing to set yourself up to get max benefit during those years? Hopefully that was helpful and something for you to think about. This is definitely a shorter episode than what we normally have, and I'm excited to get my dad on and to wrap up the year with some really great episodes. But I just had to have this conversation with someone, and we are too long for TikTok, so you're it. Thank you for listening and for having this conversation with me. And I really want to hear from you because the bread cattle prices are not matching up to the opportunity and the increase in demand that I expected us to have at this moment. And so I don't know what that's going to do. I don't know how that's going to affect moving forward. But man, I really think there's opportunity out there. And one of The best TikToks that I've posted, if you're not following me on TikTok, I highly recommend that you do. I said, I think there is a lot of opportunity in the kettle market. It does make me excited because I'm a kettle buyer, right? So I love when my ranchers get more money than they've ever gotten. My commission stays the same. There is the opportunity to make commission on a percentage. We don't do that. We do a per head fee. And so it doesn't matter what the price is, we get paid the exact same. So I'm really excited for the potential that my ranchers could increase profit. I'm also excited for the potential that the feeders could have increased profit. All of those factors, I think it's time. We got to get some income injected back into these ranches. The other thing that we recently did on our trip in Texas was we sat down with our brokerage firm. I think that would be the right technical name for them. And we looked at the options for locking in cattle, both on LRP and to put a a hedge on them. And we talked about kind of three different classes of cattle. So the cattle that we have now that will be finished in April and May. And so what are our options to lock in the fat cattle price? We talked about our yearlings that we are purchasing right now. We're going to run on summer grass and sell in September about locking in a floor on those cattle. And then we also talked about unborn calves and the calves that we're going to be having this spring. Can we lock in a price for them in October? So that was really interesting. We really looked at the board, the fed cattle and the live board. We looked at the opportunity. We did the math and we talked about what works for my family and how we want to risk manage our cattle and the different segments of cattle that we have in the backgrounding lot um, and in our possession and how we want to make sure that we are getting that minimum profit that we need out of the cattle and what that looks like and what all the options are. And the thing that I walked away with after this meeting is One, I feel very comfortable knowing that there are options to lock in a profit and to continue to buy cattle today that make a profit. Two, I felt like there were some opportunities on the yearlings. The price that we could lock in our yearlings for September of 23 delivery, I wasn't in love with. Um, It's a great floor. Like We need to get that or more. But I think the yearlings are going to sell a lot higher than that. And it is definitely more than we got last year, but I think, or this year, but I really think that there's an opportunity to increase off of that. So I would never want to put myself in a hedge and limit the upside potential. Seems like a great year to 
lock in a floor and leave the op- upside open or have a fence hedge where you have you lock in the floor and you leave the upside open at some cost. So there's just a lot of opportunities out there. And like we always strongly encourage you is we got to think outside the box. We got to prepare for opportunity. We have to make chess moves today that are going to pay dividends when we see that cattle market reach a new all-time high somewhere in the next few years. So thank you so much for listening to the Kettle Menu Podcast. Again, it's short, it's sweet. I needed to have this conversation with someone and I needed to think out loud and hear your thoughts about what you think all the factors are. Lutz is a business solution firm born and raised in Nebraska with offices in Grand Island, Hastings, Lincoln, and Omaha. They invest in long-term partnerships with farmers and agribusiness owners. Lutz has extensive experience in the agricultural industry and provides accounting, financial, technology, M&A, and staffing solutions tailored to you. To learn more, visit www.lutz.us backslash ag. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Cattleman U podcast. Don't forget to subscribe at cattlemenulive.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to review when you get there. We are excited to learn alongside you and remember the grass is greener where you water it.